This week's show is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts, helping podcasters get their shows off the ground and running at a low, low cost. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com today to get started. Hit up the contact us section, fill out your information, and your show could be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast platforms in no time. It's professional-sounding podcast production done the right way at a low rate without you ever having to think about any of the production stuff you don't have to learn how to edit you don't have to learn how to get your show wherever you need it to get to all you have to do is sign up with pretty easy podcasts worry about the content worry about being creative and doing your show your way go to prettyeasypodcast.com. is the future this is not the past the new xfl will kick off in 2020 what the xfl is cooking it's still football but it's professional football reimagined this is our moment our story to tell this is history begun this is the xfl Welcome, football fans. This is the week of June 9th, 2019. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Bryant. Summer showcases are underway. We're meeting. We're greeting. And we're ready to verify our measurements. This is episode 72. Make sure you stretch. Because summer is here, boys. Last week, we kicked it off with Eric Galco, the director of player personnel. A very enlightening interview as we get ready for summer showcases. They're underway as we speak and record the show. We talked to some players as well. It is on. The summer's here. Hirings left and right. There's actually news that's kind of difficult to keep up with now with the XFL. There's a lot coming in, and we're putting as much of it in front of us as we can. We're talking about all the big stuff everybody needs to know this week, but mainly summer showcases. We we started them last week, Brian. I'm so hyped. I'm going to be going next week, but we're hearing about them going on in Dallas right now, and Eric Galco illuminated it all for us last week. It was awesome. Alan, I hear that the temperature is a actual 90, but it feels like 120 right now. It yeah. is the heat index for this summer is awesome. Uh, and, and we're just getting started, man. This, this, this temperature is going to roll all the way through the summer for the XFL. It was a great interview last week with uh, Eric Galco and some of the players that are going to be attending um, the, the summer showcases. Galco getting into the specifics of what's actually going to happen at those summer showcases. Jake, what do you think about him sending, uh, saying about the advanced ma- metrics uh, that were going to be happening at these uh, showcases? Well, I mean, it's something that's, a, you know, clearly important to them. Uh, you know, it's not just going to be underwear Olympics and all stats, <laughs> but apparently that's, that's very important to them. And if you're putting, and I guess it should be, you know, if you're putting together a league where you need people, you need eyeballs, you want people to watch, you want, uh, ad money, revenue streams coming in, then if it's important to them, then, you know, all the best. That I took that that, that was a, a kind of a, a news break on the show last week. We did not know that there would be, you know, these advanced metrics and players, you know, hooked up to some stuff to get some, you know, d- uh, device measurements and, 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 you know, deep knowledge of each player from the league. We didn't know about all this going in to the interview last week. We learned about that, and I kind of took away that, you know, the league is doing everything they possibly can to know as much about the players and their performance 
whenever they sign him. But also, number one I took last week, Brent, was that the league thinks so highly of every single player they invited. They invited all these guys for a reason. Yeah, these weren't tryouts, Alan. These are workouts. I think the attest this to to you, your favorite NFL team calling over a player that they know can play. They just want to work him out one final time before they hire him. That's how highly they thought of all these players. Uh, this is just isn't some random uh, people walking in saying, "Hey, I want to try out." The XFL did their homework. Eric Galco did his homework. Um, I'll say his staff as well. And, and to have, he said it himself, you know, they're going in this thinking that all 800 of these players that are coming into these summer showcases could have a legitimate chance to play in the XFL. And, you know, if you didn't listen to last week's show, I p- p- press pause, go yep. back and listen because it gets you ready for everything that's in front of us. Eric Galco, we had him on the director of player personnel, helped put together all these summer showcases. And now we are thoroughly prepared for all eight showcases. He laid it all out, the plans, what will go down at these showcases, the plans afterwards. It is a very in-depth, insightful interview from a league perspective. And also you don't want to miss our player interviews. We talked to a few players that are going to be at the, at the showcases, one that's looking to break in very, very cool, cool, interviews as well so highly recommend going back listen to those jake not listening to last week's show before you start the summer is like not putting in your putting gas in your camaro at the start of the summer it makes no sense you're, you're not going to go far and you're just not going to have a good time exactly so <laughs> we want to make sure you have a great time this summer it is the summer on the road to 2020 it is a big deal and summer showcases are underway as we speak we're going to talk about that a little bit later on but more reaction to last week's show uh really really great show but on instagram apparently bryant uh, it, everybody still had one question on their mind <laughs> jake you want to guess what that question was <laughs> is it something that I've been you're in charge of the Instagram I, I let you do that so uh, <laughs> thank you I, I hope it has to do with team names it's <laughs> all it has to do with you know we put out the uh, the Instagram post kind of consolidating all the uh, coaching hires and all the information of all these teams and basically I would say four out of five of the comments are all about the team names how people want team names uh, if you go over and check out our Patreon Jake, Alan, you guys had a conversation about this. Uh, why is it so important that team names, I guess people want to identify with these teams uh, more so than than just XFL LA? I understand it. I get it. I hope it's happening soon. Um, you know, the team names are very important. Uh, so everybody relax. It's coming. I promise what, you. What about if at the end of these, each of these summer, <laughs> summer showcases, they announced, you know, the team names or something like that. Kind of like whenever you go to some summer camp, Yeah, and, you know, the last day you got to say <laughs> good, goodbye to everyone and have a big party. That would make sense, but I have a feeling they're going to wait till after all the showcases, Jake. We're, we, I know you're clamoring for this. The more and more I think about it, the... I mean, your reactions on, on social media is opening my eyes as to how important this is, issue is. To me, I kind of enjoy just saying XFL and the city initials or name. XFL LA would be fine by me. LAFC is a cool name, right? But I know people want their team names, and uh, they, are, they are really getting at us. At XFL Show on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And uh, those are coming. We're sure of it. Uh, but it's all about players right now. We want to get some players in this league. <laughs> And and you know what? The league wouldn't be where it's at right now. Think of how far we've come. Because also this past week on social media, we uh, brought up that it was a bit of an anniversary, Bryant. And uh, a, a very crucial, crucial moment on the road to 2020 was the hiring of Oliver Luck. 
as the league's commissioner. And we even had someone, great Twitter handle, at the boss, 007. I don't know how he scored that one, but that's a good one, Dave. <laughs> An early adopter. Uh, said the, the best decision Vince McMahon and the XFL ever made was hiring Oliver Luck. He will build this into the next NFL. I don't know about the next NFL, Dave. But I do think I agree with you there. The best decision so far that the league has made has been putting Oliver Luck in charge of it all. Because think of all the other people now that have come on board because Oliver Luck was a part of this. He brought tremendous credibility to it. And this week we celebrated his one-year anniversary of becoming the the head of the league, Brian. Yeah, we also uh, posted our show reaction uh, from that week last year on YouTube. So go back and check that out. We had some tremendous reaction. Jake Vince and, and you, Alan, uh, got together and, and discussed that. But it was not – I'm not going to say it, it was one of. It was the biggest decision uh, accomplishment by Vince McMahon is to get Oliver Luck uh, to be the commissioner slash CEO of this league. Uh, you're right. All this that's happening right now probably would not have happened. I'm almost going to say definitely wouldn't have happened without Oliver Luck uh, Jake, I don't see how you can fight that. No, I, I can't. And I was just thinking, you know, they could have gone the easy route. Of, I mean, of, of course, Oliver Luck, a former player, uh, but they could have gone the easy route of just getting a big, recognizable name from the NFL, you know, that that was just not not as hands on, you know, or or they could they could have gone with the old XFL and got, you know, Dick Butkus, who. Uh, clearly has more name recognition, but I don't, I, I don't know for sure. But I don't think he's the type of businessman that Oliver <laughs> Luck is working in. You know, different different sports, different disciplines, and yeah. having success there. Yeah, I don't. I, I as much as I love Dick Butkus, uh, just I, him or anybody, I just don't think could be could have done the job Oliver yeah, Luck's done so yeah. far. I mean, maybe Troy Polamalu would have been. That's really uh, the only former player with big name that I can think. I of. know, but I don't know. Troy didn't. I don't know his. I don't know how much in, involvement he actually had with the AAF, well, but that didn't turn yeah, out too well. Yeah, he probably doesn't want back. Yeah, uh, but nonetheless, it was a big week for anniversaries. A big week looking ahead, and man, I, I'm ready to talk about what's going on in Dallas and Houston, especially this weekend. But before we get there, we have a bit of news. Uh, we we got involved with some stuff this past week we're going to get into. But before we get there, Patreon also, Bryant, this week, uh, f- we flooded it with amazing content. We had bonus show for the month of May. We ranked the eight XFL head coaches in, in terms of who was the best hire. Uh, people could go find out our rankings in a blog form for free or subscribe to the Patreon, right? So they could get that exclusive show. We had this is not the XFL show as well. We got a lot going on there. Alan, you're right. Patreon, as always, I could talk 10 minutes about the Patreon if I really needed to because there's so much content going on over there. You and Jake, like I mentioned earlier, uh, had a great side conversation about team names themselves. Uh, You're right. We ranked all eight coaches. There is a free blog up there, but if you want to hear us discuss, Alan, you and I went back and forth. Yeah, Uh, nonstop almost. I felt like it was never going to end, but we eventually ended the show, and it was very fun. And don't forget about this is not the XFL show where we go into all things football that are not the XFL. Uh, Jake, tell me you're over there listening to everything we're putting out. Yes, I, I am a patron, a, a gentle patron, uh, if, if you will. So, yeah, I'm contributing and, I, and I'm listening and I'm enjoying. And we hope you are if you are a patron. If you're not yet, you got to do it because it is the best way to ride down the road to 2020 on This Is The XFL Show's Patreon where you get bonus shows, exclusive content. You get the regular show uh, ad-free and early. 
So check it out. Go to patreon.com slash this is the XFL show. What about what went on during the week out on the West Coast? I mean, it it was a bit of a celebrity sighting, they're saying, and everybody's still talking about it in Los Angeles. It was it was kind of a coming out party for, for a certain member of this program. Let's talk about it a little bit with this week's cover two. Going for two. Go for two and the lead. That's right. The XFL LA had a meet and greet out in Carson, California this past Thursday. And Heather Carrots is a bit of a rock star, I must say. She is very talented, very successful president of the Los Angeles XFL team. He knows what it takes to build a great and competitive football team. And she knows what it takes to get people hyped for a football team as well. And we wanted to be a part of it. And, well, luckily, we have a member of the show out in Los Angeles who attended the meet and greet and I, I heard got as much buzz as Heather Carrots herself. Brian, <laughs> you you walked into the joint, and what a time you had, apparently. Uh, Alan, it was a great time. I'm not going to put myself at the same level as the team president of XFLA, but it was a great time. There was a lot of fans there. Uh, got to sit down with Heather and her staff and her team and, and, and also with other fans to discuss the league, and it was pretty cool. I mean, you know, it was, it was the, one, the first of many is what I've heard and, and what was said, but – uh, a lot of information, and, and and they just want to be heard. I mean, we're in a, we're in a Buffalo Wild Wings in Carson, California, about two minutes from Dignity Health uh, Park, and it, it was an experience like no other. Met some great friends. We met our friend Keenan. Keenan, shout out to you. It was great, OG. You, great meeting you, the OG <laughs> college football player. <laughs> Definitely, it was good seeing him. Met a met another coach out in Rancho. Uh, that's from Rancho Cucamonga, or excuse me, coaches in Rancho. I believe it's Rancho, maybe Riverside. Um, but no, regardless, I sat down with Heather, had a uh, had a great discussion with her. I sat down with um, some of her other staff as well uh, and, and had that discussion. And it was just cool to interact and ask questions and, and pick their brains. They're picking ours as fans and as, as podcasters. So uh, it was a great experience for sure. Well, you picked some brains then, and you, we were hoping you, you went, you know, as a fan, but also as, as a respected journalist. Did you get any good scoops for us to bring back to the show this week? Uh, Alan, I will say this, that July will be a huge month for the XFL, August as well. Uh, that's all I'll say for now. Uh, but there are some some great things happening this summer. That's why I'm telling you that it, it's it's only 90 degrees, and Jake will understand this in a little bit, but it feels like 110, uh, and it just keeps going up and up uh, from there. It's 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 just it's we're starting the summer hot and that's the way I like it. It's cool to have meet and greets, you know, to get a little introduction for the team and the people involved with the teams. I'm hoping the other XFL teams are doing similar things in the other seven cities. But it's uh, very cool that you were able to get there. Even you were recognized, which is just amazing. And uh, the fact that, you know, that we're hearing that people at the league are listening to the show and, and the, you know, everybody's coming in together at these meet and greets now. It's kind of like a, a community that's slowly but surely forming, and we're, we're happy to be a part of it. Um, Jake, you and I got to f- find one of these meet and greets. I don't care what team it is. I'm rooting for L.A., but I'll go to any one of them. You want, if they're doing one at a B-dubs in D.C., we got to go. 
Yeah, I mean, any president would be. I, I don't know if I've ever talked to a president. Have you ever before. shaken hands with the president, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have not. Uh, my last question to Brian is: I just hope you weren't charging too much for uh, photo ops <laughs> at this event. No, no, no charge for photo ops. At least not right now. If you go over to our Twitter at XFL Show, you'll see some great pictures uh, from some fans and from us. Uh, while we're there, okay. I will say this. I also had it. Go ahead, Alan. Well, no, go, no, you go ahead, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of drop <laughs> something on you here that I've been, I've been okay. holding. I, I did, I did mention or I did talk to to the president Heather about how um, the teams are are planning their their, their game plan, their goals. So that was kind of nice to to just sit there and 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 be a journalist, be a podcaster. I was somewhat working, but also being a fan at the same time. So it, it was really cool to sit there and actually pick the brain of now, the president of XFLA. I mean. I, I was under the understanding that the presidents would be more of the uh, community outreach, like they were doing that night, uh, you know, rather than hands on with the actual team. Am I wrong about that? Or, uh, you know, Jake, she there's there's two parts to this, and she's the second part. The first part is all the football on the field and off. She is definitely off the field. Meaning, uh, how do I get this team recognized? How do I get this team? to be successful in the market, not just in Los Angeles, but across the entire nation, working with the other markets as well uh, to, to pick each other's brains and make sure this is a success from 2020 and beyond. You know what? Correction from 2019 and beyond. Yeah. It's going on right now. Cause they're, yeah, they're going, they're boots on the ground. The, the president herself of the team is out there meeting and greeting with fans. And it's really cool to see. And if you're in an XFL city or near one, and one of those meet and greets is happening somewhere, uh, I think Bryant, if I could speak for you, you recommend going to these things. It was pretty fun. Oh, I beyond recommendation. It yeah. was it was a lot of fun. It was really cool um, to to be there. I could say that I was at the first ever meet and greet for XFL Los Angeles to my grandchildren. You know, sixty years from now, you got that. You got. I know. You, I, did you go to the XFL championship like I did? Because I got that. I That's did. What I will be bragging about forever. But then, <laughs> well, I went. I went to the first XFL LA game and the championship game. Oh, so. I wasn't at the first one. Wow, you beat me there. <laughs> but I will be at some 2020 events and these meet and greets. Very fun stuff. But here's what I've been holding on to. And, oh, I wish I would have heard this rumor before you went. I would have made. I would have just made sure you bugged uh, President <laughs> Carrots about this. But there's a rumor going around that a certain former XFL MVP might have left his post as a high school baseball coach just around the same time we're seeing all these different positions get filled around the league when it comes to coaches and executives and maybe future media members that are a part of the league. Did you hear the word, the name Tommy Maddox dropped by anybody with an XFL (laughs) shirt on while you were there? I think it was dropped, but not in the sense that you were hoping. No, there was no rumors uh, <laughs> swirling about him coming to LA, but I he think some people were. <laughs> I think there was definitely people clamoring for, uh, for for just the old XFL a little bit and their memories of Tommy Maddox in that jersey uh, winning the championship back in 2001. But no, Alan, Brian, nothing really solid about him actually coming back. Brian, maybe you should have framed your question like that. It was just a, a, a vague uh, description of a <laughs> former XFL MVP. <laughs> oh, so you're saying I went too in. Considering there was only technically one of them, but you're not mentioning him by name. I don't know if that would have flown, Jake. That probably wouldn't have got by anybody either. You know, it's probably best that you were diplomatic and just, you know, had the good time you did, Brian. Uh, And uh, I'm hoping I'm jealous. I'm hoping I get to go to one, but very cool. Good reporting. 
And uh, anybody, like we said, if you have a shot, go to one of those because apparently they're really fun. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a toe dip before we get to some actual, you know, games to go to and and even preseason, hopefully. Um, but the summer showcases, those are that's for the media. And uh, we're going to be at some of them and we're going to talk more about those in a moment. But here comes part two of this week's cover two. Helmets are a big part of protection of the brain. And, and through the years, they have uh, developed so that they prevent major injuries like injuries to the scalp, skull fractures, major blood clots in the brain. Yes, the XFL is all about protecting players. And we've talked about that individual in the past, Dr. Julian Bales, who is one of the concussion experts when it comes to football, uh, I believe. We said he was he's he's who Alec Baldwin played in the movie Concussion Guys, uh, but the XFL's Health Advisory Committee is uh, coming together and they put out a blurb about it earlier in the week, and it is going to have experts in neurology like Dr. Julian Bales, mental health, orthopedics, all these people coming together, these experts, and they are going to focus on the health of XFL players, health and safety. Now, Jake, I know you might say this is a, just a lot of kind of just the politics that they, the league's got to play, but I will say that this stuff is so important, especially in, in 2019, where half of I, – I feel like half of any NFL coverage you hear these days is about the actual games being played, and then the other are about legal matters, concussions, and the future of the game. So with the future of football so up in the air, the XFL had to get out in front of it this way, and I think this is the right way to do it. Well, yeah, I mean, perhaps if you start out your inaugural season with this outlook or various policies in case in place, you're not going to be in the situation that the NFL finds themselves in right now. That's true. The NFL very reactionary. This is a proactive measure for sure. Right, Brian? Definitely proactive from the league. You know, they're they're trying to get ahead of some of the major things that have been, you know, in the news in terms of football over the last, you know, better part of a decade now, it seems like. Um, to hire someone of this caliber is is just showing the XFL's commitment to health and safety. And and Jake, I know, I know. Listening to some of these older episodes, you hear the things you wanted, but in reality, it's it has to be a safer game for this to be feasible for the future. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine as long as, long as you know the product is still uh, entertaining and crisp on the field. That's Jake. The translation from Jake, the politician, there, Bryant. That's as long as these guys could hit each other real hard. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, never, it's just like heard, you gotta you gotta th- go through the corporate training. You know, <laughs> it's it's just something that that you gotta do. But well, at the end of the day, me. everybody wants that paycheck. You sound so defeated. I mean, even in that acceptance, you sound it's like you're running for the 2020 presidential campaign. You just lost. You're just you're out there having to say something, but you're really bummed that you just lost. I just p- pulled myself out of the running. That was his concession speech there. Uh, well, Oliver Luck said, the health and safety of our players is an important focus of our path to reimagine football and deliver a great product to fans when we kick off in February 2020. Putting in place the right experts and medical professionals is key. And if you want to read more about the XFL's uh, health advisory committee, and everything that they're going to be doing. You can go to XFL.com. They put out a whole bunch of information about them, the people that are behind it. But uh, this is going to be uh, very important for the future of the league, the, the sustainability of the league. And we've some of our really in-depth shows, you know, back back way back when, before we were focusing on players only, guys, we did – I mean, I we – 
you remember once upon a time we did entire shows on insurance <laughs> and how yeah. important and how dense that might be of a topic. So important. So if you want to learn more about that, we recommend you go back and listen to our episode on how uh, the league and its health policy is so important uh, money wise and also in terms of being able to actually uh, have players in the league playing the game. Uh, so it's uh, unfortunately, Jake would say it's a necessary evil, I'm sure. And uh, most fans, I, I believe, are with you in that camp, Jake. Just yeah, that's what you do. You're the voice of the fan. You want team names and you want hard hits. That's football. But um, those are some of the big pieces of news coming out in the XFL this week. Uh, Bryant is a megastar, and he was at the LA meet and greet. And our health advisory committee is uh, is now formed. How the hell are you doing, Brainiacs? Long Allen Ice-T here, ready to talk programs with you this week on Brainbuster Radio. Best of the Super Juniors is in the books, and the WWE went to Jeddah, and it, it was such a crazy show. It was so hot, p- announcers were passing out in the middle of the show, and people were getting pinned on airplanes wired. Long Allen, what a show. So much happening. A 50-man battle royal. We had the first time, maybe the only time, and probably the last time. Goldberg versus The Undertaker. We react all about it because we've seen it. Jake, you? Uh, you guys have seen it. I'm still working my way through it, but I, I do expect <laughs> it to be uh, equivalent or better than WrestleMania. We'll jump in, Jacob J. Watch the Super Showdown before this week's Brain Buster Radio. And what does he think of the 24-7 European television title? Brainiacs, there's only one way to find out. Listen to Brain Buster Radio on any podcast gimmick or go to BrainBusterRadio.com. Now we finally take it to Texas, where they are showcasing talent in Houston and Dallas. A lot going on, a lot to look forward to as well. Summer showcases are here. Let's talk about some players in this week's Hot Read. Blue 58! Blue 58! Go! Hey, Rick Flair! Rick Flair! Pepper, flip, caliber, Motown, happy, jolly, drunk, buster, Burr, tiger, uh, he's got a hound too, Ronnie, I think. Like Oliver said, there's a market for football at this period of time, and in, in uh, February, March, April, into May, there's there's people uh, in particular in the Texas and the state of Texas love their football. So an opportunity to, to watch football in a fun atmosphere uh, here at a different part of the year, I think is great. And it's like I said when they, when I was introduced, I'm not expecting to steal any Cowboy fans, but when you take your jer- jersey off after the Super Bowl, put ours on for a couple of months. <laughs> and then, you know, when the September comes, Throw, throw back on your Cowboys jersey. And uh, we're going to have an exciting team. I hired Hal Mummy as my offensive coordinator. If you, I know everybody in Texas knows about the air raid offense. All right, if you watch Lincoln Riley, Cliff Kingsbury, Mike Leach through the years, well, Hal Mummy's like the father of all of them. He's the one who's really invented and, and started the air raid offense. And uh, 
So we're going to be pitching the ball everywhere. We're going to be pitching it out there fast. And, um, you know, so it'll, it'll be fun to watch. And, and now with an opportunity to throw the ball forward two times, uh, look out. <laughs> There's Bob Stoops from XFL Summer Showcases in Dallas. Uh, as of now, we're doing the show on a Friday night, and uh, Dallas Summer Showcase over and done with. We're going to Houston uh, as the next stop for the league. Credit to head of league communications there, Stephanie Rudnick, for the uh, for the audio on her, off her Instagram there. Good insight and uh, a glimpse into what went down. Bob Stoops speaking with the media afterwards, but uh, players were brought to the showcase, and uh, they they they. They were worked out. It was not a tryout. And we know some of the names that were there, and some of them are pretty darn notable. And one that you definitely will recognize, Jake, Landry Jones, former Steelers quarterback and Oklahoma quarterback who did play for Bob Stoops. Yeah, I mean, to me, he's the biggest. Perhaps I'm just partial uh, because he played for my home team for uh, far too long. But, yeah, I <laughs> Uh, you know, a, a bona fide NFL player at this showcase here. So they were working him out, see what he's got. Uh, I, I guess at this point, I expect him to be in the league if he was at the showcase. And, you his, know, and last, his college and coach? NFL, and his college yeah, coach is a coach of the team? Yeah, you're right. I feel like you an NFL, you know, Unless an NFL club needs him because of a, a training camp injury or something. And he was most recently with the Raiders, who apparently brought Landry Jones in uh, just to help Antonio Brown get acclimated. Is at least the rumor about that, Brian. We talked about that on not the not XFL show, but Landry Jones, one of the big names there. Also, you've got a former Green Bay Packer fullback, Aaron Ripkowski, in attendance. Another OU guy. Fullbacks, though, I feel like we missed out last week. We should have asked Eric Galco if fullbacks will actually play in this league. Well, it's not up to him. It's up to him to provide the players. You're right. right? And then yeah. the fullback is a player. If a coach sees fit that he wants to see this player play for his team, then so be it. You know, and and who knows? Fullbacks can be the most important position on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, we're still learning the rules here as we go, but some recognizable names, some former NFLers, some notable college players. This is legit. This is the real thing. I don't think we can stress that enough. And and you've got to go back a long while whenever a fullback was the most important. <laughs> <laughs> on your on your club, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Yeah, that's that's something we talk about often. How the the fullback is really a lost position. Very few teams utilize it. Although I guess you could argue the Patriots do, and they win a lot of games with it. But uh, other players in in the Dallas Summer Showcase: Coney Ely, who was a defensive end for Carolina, a second round pick for the Carolina Panthers. Played at Missouri in college. Sterling Moore, a journeyman quarterback who's played for Tampa Bay and New Orleans in the NFL, was most recently in the AAF with Arizona. Uh, Seattle running back Christine Michael, uh, who uh, you know had his his chance up there with Pete Carroll and got some carries. But another Seattle Seahawk player, former Seahawk, who was at the summer showcase that really stands out uh, in terms of. Uh, just a name I recognize, but also a name that is very interesting because of the baggage that comes with him. Trayvon Boykin, who was a quarterback at TCU and played briefly in the NFL, was drafted by the Seattle Seahawks, but ton of off-the-field issues. I mean, his very last week as a college football player got in a bar fight before the Alamo Bowl 
And, and then he goes to the NFL and he had issues with drunk driving and uh, I believe, and you know, domestic issues. Trayvon Boykin comes in with baggage to the summer showcase guys. And one thing a lot of people have talked about in terms of players are criminal records. So I guess this lays to rest what kind of people the XFL are at least going to give a chance at. They're at least going to try these people, these guys who might have a criminal record out or work them out to see what kind of people they are currently. I think that's the right thing to do to measure them up. Right, Jake? He shouldn't have completely been banned just because of the record he might have, should he? Uh, there, there's only so many Mother Teresas in the world, and, <laughs> and there's probably not enough of them to put together an eight-team league. But yeah, this this does give us a, you know an idea of what uh, what off-the-field problems you know you can have and still be considered for. Well, I think it's interesting because maybe it's not just pre-off off-the-field uh, issues. It's it's hey, you know we understand what's happened in the past. This is the present. Let's see what goes on in the future, but don't do it again. If you do it again, that's when we ban you. It could be as, as simple as that. that that's uh, possible. This this could be, you know, uh, they're waving the first strike, maybe, you know, and, and then another one in the league and possibly you're back out on the street. Well, if you look at Trayvon Boykin's his strikes record, you might say he's, he's kind of used them up, some might say, but... Another thing the league is doing here, which is, you know, just wise if you're any business, is if you bring him in, if the backlash is, I can't believe that guy's in camp, then you, you just make sure he's not signed, and then you're okay. you're fine. So it, giving him a tryout doesn't hurt, but if they bring him in the, into the league, then that there's some PR issue uh, that the XFL, at least as minimal as it might be because of a guy who maybe isn't so well known anymore but still people recognize the issues he's had in the past that's just something that the, the league is going to have to consider and deal with but we see Trayvon Boykin one of the names and another quarterback who was there was also Keller Christ former Stanford quarterback and with the luck ties in this league Pep Hamilton too Bryant I'm willing to say there's going to be a Stanford player at every every camp I'm, I'm almost that's my that's my prop bet with you for the for the rest of the camps we've got seven left <laughs> uh it's there's gonna be a lot of uh you know recognizable uh teams i was how do you put it there's gonna be a lot of recognizable names slash coaches combos that we've probably seen in the past in other forms whether it be college and or the pros it, it's just it's just it just has to be like that because a lot of these coaches know what they know and Eric Alco's there to help him maybe know a little bit more, but some of these coaches are probably going to be a little stubborn and say, I know that guy, so let's let's just stick with him. Yeah, yeah um, and it's a small community, and it's a small world, the football world. So if you are a player who has any link to any one of the eight coaches in the XFL, you're clicking your heels and jumping into the air because you got a shot. That's an in. So you're going to see a lot of that, the ties to different schools and coaches and coaching trees. That's just how football works. And in uh, Houston, we're going to probably see more of that. We Right now, uh, the bummer of this week is uh, we're doing the show Friday. XFL Houston Summer Showcase is Saturday. And all the names will come out when the Summer camp, summer Showcase happens there. But as of now, only got three names really that we know for sure will be there. And those are three former AAF players also with some NFL experience. Uh, the XFL on Twitter put this out that Will Hill the third who was a Florida Gator and played briefly for the Baltimore Ravens, played in the CFL for Hamilton, and most recently with the Orlando Apollos, everyone's 
favorite uncrowned AAF championship team, a safety. And we also have Demarcus Ayers, who was a Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver and was also in the AAF with San Antonio. And Kenny Hilliard played running back for the Memphis AAF team. So we know three names that'll be there in Houston. And I'm sure we're going to see some CFL ties and some Hawaiian ties with June Jones in the house there running that camp. Yeah, Alan, we only know the three names, but those are recognizable names if you're following the AF a little bit, but definitely uh, players that have shown their pro skills in the past, so that's great. Uh, but you're right, only three names. Maybe when the list gets sent out, we'll have like an exclusive addition to this show on Patreon or something like that to talk about the rest of them. Um, but regardless, you know, hats off again to just the league, Eric Galco, uh, everybody there that's, that's putting all these together, finding these players, giving them opportunities, and putting some quality on the field uh, and some great coaches are going to make them even better uh, come 2020. I wish I would have thought about this a couple of weeks ago, but you know, for any aspiring players, it would have really behooved them to start taking, uh, taking Instagram pictures, wearing Hawaiian shirts, you know, <laughs> uh, leading up to this Houston showcase. Yeah. I, I wonder if they're going to have everybody running around in Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> or if everybody gets a lay whenever they yeah, show up to yeah. Jones. Check in. Check in. Go over there. Get your Someone shirt. We'll the, meet you on the field. Someone said it. picture. At the end of the 40 yard dash, ready to give somebody a lay after they ran would be great. Well, the, the summer showcases in Texas, they're hot, they're heavy. Brian's been saying it all show. They're measuring it in the 90s, but the temperature is well in the hundreds. And uh, I'm going to tell you. Before we wind down this week's show, here's some breaking news for you. Uh, I'm going to be at the New York and D.C. Summer Showcases next week, guys. And not only am I going to be there covering them, I'm going to, I think I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to get my verified measurements out there. I'm going to run the 40 and I'm going to let these coaches know what I got, Jake. Uh, I haven't seen you run the 40 in a long time, but I know you also haven't been training for it. So maybe maybe you should. (laughs) If you want to be invited back, maybe you should just, you know, not do that. What what Uh, do you mean not do that? I'm I'm going to run at my own pace and I'm going to be respectable. Well, that's that's not what it's about. (laughs) Jake, me and Alan played football back in high school together. Yes. And I tell you, I've seen this man walk the 40 many times. I played high school football. (laughs) Four touchdowns in one game. I scored a (laughs) touchdown in high school football, Jake. How about that? Freshman, freshman, freshman. Still, I I stole the – it was a fumble recovery in the end zone, and I stole it from my own teammate, Evan Britton, who played in the NFL – Bryant, so you that know, basically I've got means that. you played in the NFL. Is what it basically right? means. I've got NFL experience, that's, and that's not how it works. <laughs> and I even got just the, because you you eliminate one person doesn't mean you win the whole the whole dang thing. I mean, an NFLer couldn't rip a touchdown away from me. I, I wanted it so bad, but no, I'm going to be at the showcases. I'm going to have fun at these things. But uh, a little glimpse into what's going on on the media side is the league reached out to. Uh, all the you know media that they are inviting or uh, allowing at the summer showcases and and gave you an idea of what you have access to and we've already seen some of what's gone down in Texas what we what uh you know has been reported you get the list of the players but uh, these are going to be cool because the format apparently involves the camps access to the camps the showcases and the workouts uh, executive access you saw moose Johnston 
was doing some interviews there in Dallas. Uh, Oliver Luck is going to be speaking with the media in scrums and potentially one-on-one interviews as well. The coaches also are giving one-on-ones and chalk talks. So I cannot wait to sit in on Kevin Gilbride and Pep Hamilton to hear what they have to say. And it's a ton of access. Not only workouts, Brian, but access at these summer showcases. And that's what you want. You want access. You want to be feeling like you're in. You know, the I went there to the AF uh, tryouts last summer and, and and sat on outside of a fence. Well, yeah, let's, let's just specify whenever you say you went to the tryouts. That is not. I went to the tryouts. Place. I did. Yeah, I did not go to tryout. I did not pay the two hundred dollars, uh, which is probably still being you know <laughs> in the pocket of Charlie Eversol. But we'll what leave that for another conversation. Um, no, this is great access by league. I like it. If, if we get to see interviews uh, like we heard from Bob Stoops, I mean, Alan, I think Bob Stoops was taking a little bit of of of, of that Winston Moss effect and, and shooting some 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 shots over the bow there. He, he He's basically telling, I don't care who your offensive coordinator is because he can call my offensive coordinator daddy. That's how I heard oh. it all. So, he, <laughs> so uh, Bob Stoops is, uh, if you get th- that kind of access, it's going to be great. Well, I, I, I didn't take... Stoops is saying he that said it. Exactly, but I don't care who you have. I have the father of the air raid offense. It's true. But he, it is the father. It is the <laughs> the father. But he is not the Holy Spirit. We all know Winston Moss is coming with the fire. So by the way, when you were at when you were at the uh, the 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 meet and greet, were you uh, getting like anti Jonathan Hayes chants going? Because that's what I was hoping. <laughs> I was hoping you would have some sound of everybody chanting or booing Jonathan Hayes anytime. The L.A. St. Louis rivalry, baby. It's a real thing. I just can't wait. That's going to heat up so much. That's going to feel. That's going to uh, raise the heat index to about two hundred <laughs> when those two guys get together. Really, that's what's going to happen. You know, I might have to change the name of this episode to "It's Getting Hot in Her" or "The Heat Index." <laughs> so many references. Uh, but th- this is going to be really fun. So we've got two more of these next week. We'll be at Bryant. You, I hope, plan on being at the LA Absolutely. showcase, and Absolutely. so we'll at least get three that we'll have uh, you know content from for the show, and we'll uh, hopefully get you some stuff on social media at XFL Show, a video or whatnot. But it's really cool that the league is being so open with with these showcases as well, because like you brought up, Bryant. Some other spring leagues, you know, the the most recent one made you pay to try out at it and didn't let people watch it. And then if you ever read any book about the USFL, there were dudes showing up straight from construction work in jeans running the 40. So it's a little bit more professional this time around with the XFL. Yeah, no, definitely more professional, more professional with any spring league. The XFL, again, just proving their point that they're here to, to do what, what's necessary to be successful. And again... You could chalk that up to Oliver Luck's hiring. We're one year since, and it, I think we could already say this is the most professionally run spring league in the history of football. Is there an argument against that? Without playing one game? Really? Without even playing a game. We're already there. Uh, we are, we are, we're suited, we're booted, we're buttoned up, and the XFL is doing all the things the right way right now. I, I can't disagree with that statement. You're right. That statement right there, you cannot disagree with that. The x is doing everything they can to make sure that this is a success. And I think they're going beyond. Uh, a lot of people want these team names. I mean, think about all the other things that they are doing. Uh, and it'll help outweigh the fact that they don't have team names right now. So, and, and Jake's been asking me to go show up wearing just a white t-shirt, jeans, and a hard hat to run this 40 next week. <laughs> but I'm not going to do it because I want to keep things professional. 
Alan, can you crack a beer before the, the, the run? <laughs> no, no so it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be right back. <laughs> I wish I was there to see this. I hope somebody's going to be there to, to record some video of this because we had to get posted. This would be great. It's going to be it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. I will, Jake's right. I probably should reconsider, but you know what? I'm, I said I'd do it, so I'm going to do it. Why not? And if I go down, it's in the name of, of spring football, baby, and that's what I'm all about. Uh, but that's that's it. The showcases are here. I can't believe it. We've today actually identified pretty much. We identified XFL players. We just don't know which ones exactly are going to be in the league yet. But we identified them, Jake. Yeah, a lot of workouts, not tryouts. And, and that's workouts. And that's only one one showcase. We got seven more to go. You're right. And uh, like you said, Brian, maybe we might have to do, if the Houston one comes, if we get a lot of info from that, we might have to do a little bonus just on Texas XFL itself for the weekend for the patrons. Yeah, that, that, that might be a definite possibility because if we get the amount of information for Houston that we got for Dallas, I think that's a definite. Uh, Jake, as of this live on tape show, they will get there will be six left. Don't forget, uh, Alan, you'll be at the next two. I'll be at the one after that. And who knows? We might stop by at another one. We never know. But these things are great. Continue the meet and greets. Continue the showcases. Uh, the summer's barely, barely getting started. We got team names. We got uh, drafts coming up. We got uh, what else do we have? Probably season tickets. We're going to have to talk about that when they release pricing. All these different things are going to be happening. Uh, it, it's just, man. Alan, do you still you, you sure you don't want to go back to like a year ago where we had no information whatsoever? We just had to figure out what we were yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, actually, next week let's talk about insurance. <laughs> the general. Yeah, no, thank you. Unless Shaq's on the show, no, thank you. Seven two four five six five four XFL. That's the phone number to call and uh, be heard. You could leave a voicemail. We'll air it on the show if you want. If you got any thoughts or questions, we'd love to hear from you on the XFL fan line. That's 724-565-4XFL. And uh, we open that up thanks to our partners at Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can also check them out at prettyeasypodcast.com. But at XFL Show is where you can uh, yell at us about not having team names as well. And I'm sure Jake will uh, applaud that every time you do it because he says here, here, whenever he sees that. He's all about it. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> I'd listen to Shaq talk about anything, to be honest. You know, Shaq, Shaq runs on TV occasionally. If he can do it, I can do it. Even though he's a world-class athlete, he's so big. He shouldn't have to run that far, and they make him do things on TNT. I'm doing things next week in the name of the XFL. So next week we will have content for you uh, from Summer Showcases going to be a doozy of a show next week this week was very fun and uh we look forward to more and more xfl talk with you you got anything left brian uh alan I, i'm telling you if you can get someone to record your 40 yard dash i'd buy that for a dollar my friend that is going to be the the footage of the summer might actually be happening right there it's true it's going to be it's going to be a happening at, at uh, xfl summer showcases next week new york and dc for jake and bryant I'm Alan. We're having a blast on the road to 2020 with you football fans. Let's keep it going. The summer's here. It's hot. It's heavy. Rev those engines and let's go. This is the XFL show. Remember, they're listening.